Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 543, for Saturday, June 22nd, 2019. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. After two weeks at number 19, stepping back a spot to number 20 is Thunderstone Quest, by Mike Elliott, published by AEG, with 8,607 views. That is down 451 from last week, or 5%, and is 375 fewer than last week's number 20. Re-entering at 19, Nemesis, by Adam Kwapinski, published by Awaken Realms and Rebel, with 8,733, 126 more than Thunderstone Quest, and a gain of 73%. At number 18 for the second week in a row, Spirit Island, by R. Eric Roos, published by Fabled Nexus, with 10,169. That's a gap of 1,400, which is pretty large for this low down on the list. It's also an 8.7% gain. At number 17 for the second week in a row, Scythe, by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 10,181. 12 more than Spirit Island, and a gain of about 4%. Entering at number 16, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, or maybe Mr. Norrell, A Board Game of English Magic, by Marco Maggi and Francesco Napatello, published by Osprey Games, with 11,481, 1,300 more than Scythe. After debuting at number 3 last week, tumbling 12 spots down to 15, is The Ancient World, the second edition, by Ryan Lockett, published by Red Raven Games, with 11,993, 512 more than Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, Mr. Norrell, and a 54% decline. After popping into the top 10 for a week, Sliding back five spots to number 14 is Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 12,686, almost 700 more than The Ancient World, and a decline of 8%. And also sliding back out of the top 10 after just one week back in there, from number 5 to number 13, Too Many Bones, by Adam and Josh Carlson, published by Chip Theory Games, with 13,092, 406 more than Arkham Horror, and a decline of 40%. Losing one position for the second week in a row, from 10 to 11 to 12, Terraforming Mars, by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 14,081, Almost exactly a thousand more than too many bones, and a gain of 5%. Also losing a position for the second week in a row, from 9 to 10 to 11, Root, by Cole Whirly, published by Leader Games, with 14,435, 354 more than Terraforming Mars, and a gain of 6%. We've heard from the four games that have fallen out of the top ten already. There are four new entries, two of them debuts. But at number ten, tumbling eight spots from last week's number two, Batman Gotham City Chronicles, by Frederick Henry, published by Monolith, with 15,675. 
1,240 more than Root and a decline of 45% as its Season 2 Kickstarter came to a successful conclusion with about a million and a half dollars raised. That mark is also more than 2,000 views more than last week's number 10. The first of our four new entries is at number 9, a debut, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, The Game, by Mattel, with 15,825, 150 more than Batman. This is a mass-market game, released in the year 2000, and is on the hotness due to a thread drawing attention to it on Reddit. In its second week back in the top ten, sliding two spots to number eight is Joan of Arc, by Pascal Bernard, published by Mythic Games, with 15,908, 83 more than the Harry Potter game, and off 24% from last week. At number 7 for the third week in a row, The Lord of the Rings, Journeys in Middle-Earth, by Nathan Hayek and Grace Holdinghouse, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 15,964, 56 more than Joan of Arc, and an 11% decline. So a gap between number 7 and number 10 of less than 300 views. And the gap up to number 6 is also less than 300. Our second debut is there at number 6, The Isle of Cats, by Frank West, published by The City of Games, with 16,215, a 39% increase from last week when it was number 13, so a seven uh, position gain. This is, quote, a competitive medium-weight card-drafting polyomino cat placement board game for one to four players. Rebounding back up three spots to number five, Wingspan by Elizabeth Hargrave, published by Stonemeyer Games with 16,222, only seven more than the Isle of Cats, and a 9% decline. So the gap from number 5 all the way down to number 10 is, let's see here, 547 views. That is extremely narrow. Uh, To think that one of those games could have just tacked on a few hundred views and vaulted halfway up the top 10. Our third new entry is a re-entry. Returning returning after five weeks away and charting for the fifth time at number four is Midara by Clayton Helm, Brooklyn Lundberg, Brennan Monker, and Ian Tate, published by Succubus Publishing with 20,385, more than a 4,000-view gap from Wingspan, and a 97% increase, so almost double what it had last week when it was number 14. Uh, That makes it a 10-position gain. The last five weeks it has been out of the top 10. It went from 14 to 16, to 22, to 23, back up to 14, now back up to 4. So up 19 positions from two weeks ago. There is a reprint Kickstarter campaign coming on Monday. Bouncing back up a spot to number 3, Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with 24,000. 826, that's a 5,500-view gap between Gloomhaven and Madara, and a 1.2% increase. This is the fourth consecutive week that Gloomhaven has had incremental gain. Page view total gains of 130, 22, 638, and this week only 289, but inching upward. 
And our highest new entry, at number two, returning after four months away and charting for the third time, is Star Wars Outer Rim by Corey Kaneska and Tony Fanchi, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 2,519. About, let's see, that's 493 more than Gloomhaven, and a 98% increase from last week. Again, just like with Midara, almost double what it had last week when it was number 12. It was number 15 two weeks back. Quote, You take on the role of an underworld denizen setting out to make your mark on the galaxy. Unquote. In this Star Wars adventure game. But at number one for the fourth consecutive week and the 15th time overall, it is The Seventh Continent by Ludovic Rudy and Bruno Sauté, published by Sirius Pulp with 43,892. That's 18,500 more than Star Wars, although a 9% decline. Making, but this is still the fourth consecutive week. Each of these four weeks at number one, it has had more than 40,000 views. This is also the Seventh Continent's 50th, Week in the top 10, making it only the 13th different game to have 50 or more weeks on the chart. It edges ahead of Pathfinder and, uh, let's say, Pathfinder Adventure card game, Rise of the Rune Lords, and Dead of Winter to take the number 13 spot on that list. It has had a very unusual 50 week run. I mean, typically what you see is uh, most of a game's run, especially these long running games, they will be all in one block, right? Or mostly. Like they'll have a... Like if you had a, your typical 50, 40, 50 game week run for a game, uh, it's going to have maybe 30 or 35 of those weeks all in a row, right? Might have a week or two at the beginning when they first you first hear about it, and then it'll be a few weeks at the end kind of popping on and off as it, as it tails away. Yeah, that's not how it went for the seventh continent, but it's also had a very unusual... Uh, release schedule. Here is its chart run. I'll just kind of run through it for you here real quick. It debuted on September 2nd, 2015 at number one uh, with 25,000 views. So again, it was a different era. It then charted nine out of 10 weeks through November 4th of 2015, including a second week at number one. That was during its initial Kickstarter run. But then uh, the Kickstarter wasn't delivered for almost two years, and so its 10th week on the cha- chart wasn't until June 28th of 2017, after it had been off the chart for uh, about 20 months. And then it charted 15 weeks in a row. from uh, After it popped back on, charted 15 weeks in a row from the end of July to the beginning of November, seven of those 15 weeks at number one. It returned after a week off, and charted for the 26th time on November 15th of 2017, and then was off again for about four months before popping back on. I think maybe that was a wave two going on there, or maybe it was a second Kickstarter campaign. I I don't honestly remember at this point. But anyway, it was on for 18 weeks in a row. So nice little 18-week run from the middle of March to the middle of July from last year. Again, back at number one for a couple of weeks, and then was off for almost a year, and now has been back on the chart for six weeks in a row. This is its fourth week in a row at number one, and again, 50 weeks altogether over the span of these almost four years. So out of uh, right, basically right around 200 weeks, it's only been on the chart for 50 of those in a, in a couple of different pockets. Anyway, just kind of a 
It's a very different sort of run for Seventh Continent, which has had a very different sort of campaign. For Saturday, June 22nd, 2019.